0: I want to give you a word of encouragement, but also I want to promote the financial blessing ministry. We are having a tremendous season of revival. And I've enjoyed every message. Gloria and I made up our mind early in in the revival that we wanted everything that God wanted to offer us during this season of revival, and I tell you what, God has not disappointed. God has not disappointed. We heard Brother Willis start off talking about the season of revival there, and he talked about reclamation, restoration, and refreshing. And there was others that come forth, but Sister Thelma was here a couple of weeks, really stuck out, talking about the great return. And then Brother Kenny, last week, boy, I tell you what, I almost uh, <laughs> fell out of my seat. He talked about being jacked up. <laughs> and then his facial expression really showed it there. But Brother Kenny said something there. He was giving the acronym and he was spelling it out for come. And he said that, and that's C-O-M-E, and he said there at the end that the E stood for expecting. I knew then that I was in the vein of what God wanted to present to you tonight. And then even tonight, as my brother was up praying there, the Lord solidified what I'm preaching or teaching on tonight. So I'll tell you what, we serve an awesome God, guys. We serve an awesome God who loves his children. So after hearing all the message about revival, what are you going to do with what you have heard? After hearing all these great messages, what are you going to do with what you have heard? Well, I believe that you can have what you say over in Mark 11 and 20. It reads, Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Now, Jesus, the evening before had walked past the fig tree, he was a hundred, and since it didn't have any figs on it, he cursed that tree. He opened his mouth and he cursed that tree. In the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots, and then that's when Peter said, Remembering, said, Rabbi, look. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, certainly, without a doubt, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, whoever says to their mountain, whether that mountain is spiritual, physical, financial, emotional, depression, addiction, alcohol, sex, drugs, idolatry, family curse, whatever that might be, Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. So what are you expecting, y'all? In this hour, after all the messages, what are you expecting? So let's change gears. Our pastors, Pastor Jerry and Sister Elaine, asked glory and I, some five years ago to lead the Financial Turnaround Ministry. We accepted that. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. It's been a life changer. An absolute life changer. It's been rewarding because God took us on a journey. Our goals were, number one, to get out of debt number two to plan for retirement number three to help others achieve their financial goals and objectives and then number four to further prove validate that his word is true for our sake for our sake so to get out of debt Gloria and I had Tried for years to get out of debt. We read the books. We prayed. But we never really got serious. And then the recession came in 2008. And even though it was an eye-opener, we went through some trials and periods there. I always thought that I was safe with my... uh, Retirement portfolio and everything that at any given time I could always go and pay off all of our bills. But in 2008, during that recession, boy, that portfolio fell so quickly that by the time I saw it and was able to reach out, it was too late. I didn't have enough in it to cover my debt. And you all know how the stock market goes and whatnot. So our debt was our mountain. So when Pastor asked us, the ministry course that we took was Dave Ramsey's book, The Complete Guide to Money, all biblically based on the Word of God. I was able to trek it back to uh, uh, Larry Biket, Howard Dayden, some of the other renowned uh, men of God that have talked about finances. But this particular time, it took root. This time around, we had the discipline, the desire, and the dedication to change. This time, we were accountable to one another for our spending habits. Gloria and I spoke to our financial situation, and today, it's almost gone. Hallelujah. And I say that because today, we could actually pay off all of our debt. Today, I could retire, and Gloria and I could still live good. But you know what? She told me when we started talking about retirement last December, she told me, she said, uh, nah, you can't retire now. (laughs) But it was important for us, uh, for me to uh, have our financial means to continue some semblance, uh, lifestyle in post-retirement as we had had in pre-retirement. Also, just in case God decided to take me home earlier, early, it was important to me that the woman of my youth could maintain her current lifestyle without ever having to be forced back into the workforce. So that, those were things that was important to me five years ago. Today, we have done that. Not bragging, not bragging, but as, a, as I stated, we could retire today. And I thank God for that. Amen. Also, as I mentioned to you, I want to further prove God's word. Now, God had already proven his word to my I, I shared with you years ago what he did for my son over on Cash Road. My son was driving, apparently went to sleep at the wheel, and uh, he missed a culvert, missed a couple of trees, a guy's boat, ran over a gas main, and was just moments, feet away from going into the ravine where the truck would have died then. And I asked God then, I said, Lord, I said, why am I not celebrating my son's going home service? And I tell you what, guys. I remember so vividly the Lord saying, "Earl, what did you expect?" Well, immediately my mind went back to Malachi three and six, where it, and through ten, where it talks about that your fruit will not fall off the vine early. Well, our kids are are is our fruit. So that only validated even more. So son, keep tithing. You cannot do this thing by yourself. I need God to help me. Fast forward, she counted going down 79. She hydroplaned during a storm, and I, I don't know why she would have been driving so fast. And I say that. I, I don't know. I was not there. But she hydroplaned. She went into the ditch, and she tells me that when, she come, when the car finally settled, it was inclined back toward the road, The right side of the car had skidded against some trees, but, y'all, she was unscathed. She was not even hurt. You know, being an engineer, the first thing I wanted to see was a bunch of skid marks, you know, and all that stuff. But none of that was there. Coming out of the ditch, as hard as it had rained, there was no tire marks where she spun to get out of the ditch. I could not understand what happened. But God. And I could go on and on talking about the kids. That's just a couple. But even this month, my Lord, even this month, God told us that uh, what He was going to do in uh, July. And even this month, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Then also uh, mentioned the fourth goal was to. Help others to achieve their financial success. To watch others being excited about taking a step of faith and watching God guide those steps was very encouraging. We have heard countless of testimonies. As a matter of fact, there have been several that have come to me saying, "Brother, Earl, when we're we going to start the class? I, I can't wait. I've got to tell you what God has done for me." But over in Corinthians, the 13th chapter, 11th verse, it reads, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. When I was a child, the immature wanted to have my way. I spoke, I understood, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, when I became of age, when I became a woman, when my eyes were enlightened, when I saw, I put away childish things. I put away the hindrances. I put away the weights that had beset me. I obtained discipline. You know, there were some lows in the class. There was a a lot of highs. But when someone was in pain, despite all the efforts that they had put forth, the enemy had knocked them down. But there was support. There was the class. There was support to provide comfort, a shield of protection, during the difficult times, during the healing process. Now, attending the class is not necessarily going to provide you the miracle that most people nowadays is looking for. Most people nowadays are looking for that microwavable reaction. But I just told you, it was a five year journey for Gloria and I. And we're still journeying through this time. But I tell you what, I'm kind of like Pastor now. It's a lot better being on this side than the other side. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So what are you expecting? Victory? Do you know what your mountain is? I encourage you to speak to it. Gloria and I spoke to our mountain, which was called debt, and we still speak to it every Sunday night when we have family devotion time. Every week, every day during our daily personal devotion time, we speak to it. Now I want you to know that joining or becoming part of the financial blessing ministry is not meant to be intrusive into your personal affairs. But we do want you to share what you're comfortable with. But the main thing is to understand the process. And that will be laid out in the book. We don't ask you to lay out your situation before us, but we do ask you to lay it out before God. So what are you expecting during and out of this revival? The thing I want you to do is whatever your mountain is, I want you to make up your mind that it's time to get rid of it. It's time for a turnaround. It's time to start over. It's time to start again, or maybe it's just simply time to start. I'm an avid listener, reader of inspirational and motivational books. Norman Vincent Peale says in his book, The Power of Positive Thinking, there's three things that you want to consider when you are trying to overcome an obstacle or a mountain. First of all, you want to prayer it. You want to pray about it. In Charles Kapp's book, Glory and I Over Our Finances, we start every Sunday night with this. In Jesus' name, and on the authority of his holy word, we call all of our debts paid in full. Debt, we speak to you now. In Jesus' name, be paid and be gone. Dematerialize and cease to exist. We now declare that all of our debts, our mortgage, our notes are paid in full, canceled, or dissolved. Like I said, we didn't get that miraculous thing, but over the period of time, we were able to see that debt. Come down. So what do you expect? This is just one mountain. And we have that glory and I have. And we've had others. And we are speaking to those as well. I heard the evangelist say once. Change ain't change until you change. Did you hear that sister Gwen? Change ain't change Until you change. I've learned over the years. You can cry, holler, spit, spat. All of that kind of stuff there. But faith moves God. Faith moves God. One step at a time. Put one step in front of the other. Praying about it. Picturize it. And then actualize it. To actually do it. I've got a confession there. Last month while Evangelist Porter was here, boy, he spoke a word and that word was good right here in the sanctuary. Gloria and I followed him up to Pine Bluff. And he spoke another, he spoke a word over me. But anytime they speak a word over me, they speak a word over my better half there. Because we are one. But he told Gloria and I that August would be our faith month. Now, I had already been praying about some things. They're asking God to move, but, well, no but. I, my expectation was high. I told you early in the revival Gloria and I made up our mind that we wanted whatever God wanted to share with us wanted to do for us and we started praying about it. August the 1st the very first day boom! Good news. Good news. The very first day a week later Boom. Better good news, or should I say good better news. (laughs) We took vacation and we spent it with our daughters there in Atlanta. And I tell you what, that was one of the most quality vacations that I've had in years, y'all. All I did was sit day and night, day and night, for five, six straight days. De- well, the whole time that we were there, played with the granddaughter. We ate bananas. We ate apples. We played with each other. We watched her shows that she liked, some uh, animated shows. Day and night, we watched Andy Griffith. We watched The Rifleman, and we watched Gunsmoke. Day and night, day and night, y'all, and I enjoyed it to the highest. Matter of fact, I turned to glory upon our uh, return home, and I said, baby, I, said, I can do that. I can do that. You know, at first I was concerned about what am I going to do? Guys, I've been in the workforce for over 40 years, and 35 of that, I had to hit it. I had to hit it. Okay? And some of that was because of me. that just my personality and all. But three weeks into August, I had a lingering issue on the job that really needed to be resolved. And it just was lingering in about four or five months there, and it was beginning to weigh on me. And, of course, we took that to, to the Lord. I was a little concerned about it, but Gloria kept telling me, oh, God has got this. And, and see, the thing about it, boy, she would lay down and just go to sleep. Oh, I'm, And uh, I would be up sometimes thinking about it. Now I wasn't worried about it, but I was thinking about it. And she would tell me, just leave it alone. But boom, it was taken care of. God take, took care of it, got back from vacation, had a meeting wiped out. Last Saturday night our daughter was in a kickboxing match up at Hot Springs. Now, what? Why? (laughs) She decided to go that route at this phase in her life but as a dad, you know, I'm sitting there not on the front row but I was close enough that every time I saw her take that foot up that there might be an injury. Now we had prayed all against that. We had had some prayer warriors praying with us too. But, boom! She came through. She won a match. Matter of fact, it was the very first match that she had, and she won it. And so we was excited about that. And even tonight, God has done so many good things. I mean, September the first ain't here yet. I'm still on cloud nine there. I'm still wondering what is God going to do between now and midnight. So guys, what are you expecting? I I leave you with this question. What are you expecting? Are you willing to priorize, picturize, and actualize your expectation? God is waiting on you. Make a decision that after this revival I'm not going to continue the status quo. What is hindering you from moving forward with God? What's hindering you? What's taking your glory? What's between you and fellowshipping with the Lord? If that is your mountain then speak to it y'all. Speak to it. If you desire tonight to speak to your mountain. I don't know what that might be. But if you want to take that opportunity to do what Gloria and I did to it five years ago. And like I said, we had many mountains before. We've still got mountains, y'all. But we've learned according to Matthew to speak to that mountain. And then watch God. Watch God intervene and take care Of that situation for you. If you desire. To. For God to speak to. Or for you to speak to your mountain tonight. I want you to just come to the altar. Don't care about. What that mountain is. All I ask you is to. Believe. Believe. God will answer that. Baby would you come up here with me. My better have oh Lord I, y'all I tell you what I hate to think about taking on any challenges in this day and time if she wasn't beside me the Lord has truly blessed us and I'm going to tell you something God is no respecter of person as he did it for us He'll do it for you. Father, we pray tonight. Whatever the mountain that your children might be facing, it might be a single mountain, Lord. It might be multiple mountains, Lord. It might be the mountain of debt, Lord. It might be spiritual, physical, emotional, Whatever that mountain is, Father, we join them in asking you to arrest that condition, to arrest that mountain. Father, we speak to that mountain right now in the mighty, magnificent, holy name of Jesus. Mountain, be removed. You cannot stay here. We thank you, God, in advance for what you've already done, Lord. That mountain is removed now. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you, Lord, during this revival that you've restored your people, oh God. You've restored them in their mind, their physical health, Lord. You've restored them. We thank you for that. Father, we thank you, Lord, for helping them to reclaim your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for the refreshing environment that you've put them in. We thank you, Lord. Now, Father, as they utilize their faith, as they reach to you, oh God, you've told us in your word for two or more agree us touching whatever we ask. It shall be done. Father, glory and I come in agreement with each one that's here at the altar. Father, those spoken as well as unspoken requests, we join them. We ask you to move on their behalf. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, Amen. 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 Amen.